Philly, but I'm 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 repping today. Um peace to the Buffy. Shouts to anybody paying is anybody paying attention? I hope y'all paying attention. This is Where's Buffy Podcast where we're built for comfort. Not for speed. Talk about it. Talk about it. Um shouts out to fam, shouts out to Brock, Kill, Math, the whole Buffy crew. Um fam, you good? You you mobile, you 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 on the move right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little fam got a basketball game. We on the way to whole family in the car. You know what I mean? Moms, Mrs. Fam. So mama fam, Mrs. Fam, little fam, all the fams in here. Oh, my God. It's a championship game? Or it's just that's how people come out to see the basketball? Yeah, dude, we just we just got to be out sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Crew D. Well, I mean, Crew D, it's, it's good that we we, we, we still around today because we, we had a good conversation the other day. Uh, mm-hmm. Me, you, and brother Kill. Um, we we were we were offline. Had had a back and forth about. I guess Dante Ross had tweeted some things about Cool G rap that had the timeline going crazy. Yo, funny enough, Cool G rap put an album out today. Seriously? Yeah, I, it wasn't on title when I looked, so I didn't get a chance to check it, but. Yeah, Cool G Rap put out an album today, which I thought was great considering um, the conversation we had. I hope somebody heard it. Right. Um, you know what I mean? It, it should be. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it's good, man. I'm, I got faith in in, 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 uh, in, in Brother G Rap. Nah, yeah. I actually, I need to. Ch- it's funny enough that this conversation comes up with him having a new album out. If you in the chat and you rock with G Rap and you heard the album, let us know what it's like. Um, I'm not going to take up too much time because I think, honestly, this conversation that we have kind of explains everything. Um, again, shout out to Brother Kill. Me, him, and fam had a conversation the other day about mm-hmm. Dante Ross's comments about G-Rap, what that means about G-Rap as a legend, and the idea of the second-tier legend. So uh, without further ado, I think we're just going to get into this. Peace of the buff. As you see, you know what I'm saying, it's different uh, different folks than what you've seen in the intro. Uh, we're here to kind of have a couple little conversation and whatnot. Um, hey, uh, Brother Kale, what can you tell the folks about what went on with uh, with Dante Ross um, uh, you know, a little bit ago? Um, from what I understand, because I didn't really see the OG tweet, I just see Cool G Rappers trending, click on that, see people talking reckless. From what I heard, Dante said something to the extent of that Coogee rap was a tear below um, his like classic MC list. So I think it was something like maybe you said Rakim, Kane, and G rap was kind of under them. And I think it was to some extent of like, you know, his um, either his groupies or his his followers, something. He said some name. Um, and it was like, you know, y'all probably wild out or whatever. And like, 
then everybody was just going in on Dante. Yo, you a white boy? You this? You that? You that? You this? And I'm sitting here like, yo, the boy said he never said G rap was whack. He never said G rap didn't make good music. He just said he was a tier below two MCs that he thought was better than that. You know what I mean? And you know, Twitter lose their mind. And I think I kind of came in like, I guess I felt it because. I felt some kind of way because that's how niggas come to me all the time. Like, yo, I ain't never said somebody was whack. This, this nigga conductor Williams. I just said, yo, he uses tag too much. That's that's all I said was he uses his tag too much. Not that his beats are whack, not that his tag is whack. I just said, yo, he uses it too much. And right. if am trackers coming in like to defend they conductor Williams, I'm like, yo, this boy got stands like yo, this boy just neither here nor there. So I kind of understood the the problem that Dante was dealing with. And I'm like, here's the funny part with you niggas. Half of y'all niggas don't have G rap in your top 10 list. That's true. That's, that's, that's a good, that's a good point. So, now the one thing, the one thing that he did do that I always thought the worst insult, right? Nigga, you call me a sucker, a punk, or you know what I mean? A, a, a expletive that starts with after we're not supposed to use no more. You call me all of that. Correct. Right. You call me a clown, I might be, like, not now, but, like, you know, in my fighting weight days, like, when I was okay to fight, you call me a clown, I, I might be more prone to get active because now you're attacking my cool, right? Right. right. When Dante Ross said what he said, part of it was he said, I never got... And that was, I don't get, it's, it's kind of non-committal. But then he says, I don't get the uh, the cult of Cool G Rap. Yeah, he, he, heard, a, he, he had a the, weird he one. something up about using the word cult. I saw a tweet yeah. about that, yeah. He said, I never got the cult of Cool G Rap. They're a, a weird one. Weirdos is, is, is one of the terms, like, nowadays that, Really is going at niggas cool. Like, come on, fool with them weird niggas, man. And right. I, I know I've, I've 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 called niggas weird before, and I know what I meant when I said weird. So it was very strange because I know what a cool G rap fan looks like. He looks old. He his clothes are baggy. Um, he is if he ain't in line for a new pair of Timberlands right now. Um, next couple weeks. <laughs> You know what I mean? He's, He's waiting made for jokes. His, he, he waiting for his next check to clear, basically. Right. He 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 made jokes about them baby oil uh butters that they put on the timeline a couple weeks ago. Shiny. This that that guy that's still on Twitter that is a cool G rap fan is a older, you know, older guy who is you know built from, from certain stock. When you call them niggas weird. Because they so used to calling other niggas weird. I hate right. these little weird young niggas. Right. Um, when you call them weird, that's they that's the that's the, the button. Mm -hmm. And I think he he poked a hole in their insecurity. It Kooji Rap is one of those names that you're supposed to be able to mention, and nobody can say something wrong. Mm. And I think that is what we ran into here. There's niggas that I, you know, I, I, I think all of us, I, especially me, Kill, that will mention from time to time and, and not quite quite the most positive light. And niggas be ready to like, no, you can't say that. 
you know, my takes on Tupac haven't been the most uh, um, uh, well received. I'm I'm in I'm in uh, good company then, huh? Because I, I <laughs> keep your head up. Nah, but it, it is it just, <laughs> but it, it's it's crazy because you the the way that. I mean, I, I, it's not like the Pete Rocks, but like there's a number of people who fall into a certain category of I've been on the Internet and I've been a hip hop fan so long. I feel like I can kind of lord. Or, and and it's a lot. It's still a lot of old thinking, too. Like at, at a certain point, somebody said G-Rap is one of those guys. And regardless of what and because it's not like he stopped putting out music, but regardless of what came out. It's like he he kind of rode that 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 wave of being this OG, and I mean we, we were talking offline mm-hmm. the other day, the OG, you know, kill a motherfucker. But like at at a certain point, there was a style of, of hip hop you were looking for, mm-hmm. and G rap was kind of like fathering that for for a lot of people. So uh, it's it's kind of like getting props because you were you were a, a pioneer at something, but. Mm-hmm. I think the thing is very quickly, there are a lot of people who were able to level up on that and and gain success to where if you didn't know about G-Rap at a certain point, you might not know about G-Rap because there's five, 10 other people that are rapping just as well, if not, you know, a little below, but are, you know, have a little more buzz and, and, and a little younger and able to get in people's faces a little quicker. So it's, it's interesting to, because I understand the conversation when when Dante Ross says that's why I appreciate what Kill was saying about you know kind of being pissed at the the, the timeline and, and and the way they react to things because a the man can have an opinion he's been Dante Ross that that's not it's not like that's somebody who just but got, you know what Cal to hold you for a second most people don't know who Dante Ross is right so that's where we can start right there right right but Oxy on the on 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 the on on Twitter. And again, I'm, I'm a big component. I've said this a million times. I'm a die on this hill. White people are not guests to me in hip hop. That's my. I point. agree. They're not guests I, in hip hop. There are black people. There are black people who are. There are black people that are more guests of hip hop than some white people are. Facts. 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 The thing is, is when on Twitter with black Twitter, if a white person says anything that's remotely not lined in line with what they believe it then becomes he's a white guy fuck this he's not white motherfucker what you what you know about the, the right. ooh, not even knowing that this is the dude who signed pete and cl leaders yeah. of the community, kmd ran nubians they lie soul not understanding where it is and then but i'm sorry Kyle, i just wanted to, I'm, I'm sorry no, I, don't, I, don't no, want to I, I just wanted to add that because the other part is is people are like who the fuck is dante ross so to even say this, and I'm not I'm not defending him as just because you were an excellent A and R, you have you have the right to say anything. You he could have been a white boy from Kentucky for all I care. You have the yeah. right to say whatever you want to say. If you believe Eminem is the best MC ever and Rakim is two tears under him, so that's your belief, you know. Right. But I just want people to also understand some of these people who were comment number one didn't know who Dante Ross was, and number two. Don't even got G rap in a top ten. So it's like, nigga, ain't you the pot calling the kettle black? Like, nigga, you don't cap for G rap like that. Facts, facts. Go I, feel like, I feel Go. like I feel like that's the two niggas is joning on each other, and like somebody in the crowd laugh too hard, and you turn around like, nigga, you can't jump. Right, you better, you better chill out. 
<laughs> right. And that's what right. they were doing. Right. They was trying to do to Dante Ross. Word. But th- that yeah. led us. Well, to- oh, I'm sorry. Keep no, going, pal. No, no. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I think the thing, too, is, is and it's funny you said that, fam, when he said the Colt of G rap. I, I just think, bro, I'm just, bro, I'm 48. I, I was raised in the 80s crack era. We talked about each other's mothers. We talked about the women who gave birth to us, the women who would die for us. We joked about them every day. If somebody tells me I'm the Colt of Dilla, I'm in no way offended by that at all. <laughs> I don't know if that's because I got thicker skin than niggas. I don't know what it is. But if you tell me, oh, you want them Colt and Dilla niggas, I'm not offended by that. Like, I'm in no way ready to come back on the keyboards, like, with this frantic, mad energy. Like, the Colt, like, if he would have been like, yo, you sucking ass nigga. Oh, can I? No, we ain't ain't that 10 yet. You sucker people who. who, Don't worry, don't worry. You know, don't like. This ain't time. We're good. Okay, okay. We all. Okay, you suck ass niggas. You know, motherfuckers don't like Dilla. Okay, okay. You call me a sucker ass motherfucker. Like, okay. But the cult of G rap, like, yo, you know, again, but that's just me. And I get it. I get it. I get it. The bulk of people my age is not Twitter. Okay, right. the 45 and over crowd, we may be 20% of Twitter. So that other 80% of young folk may be insulted by Colt because they didn't come up in the era where niggas talk shit all the time or even calling somebody a weirdo or I, I don't know. I'm just like, yo, people get so upset and over. I'm like, bro, like, yo, when people talk about MF Doom, I love it when people get on the timeline and say things like, yo, kill man. I am a stand of MF Doom, but that shit was whack. Like, I appreciate that. I'm like, thank you. Thank you for being able to say that you're a stand, but also being able to say, nah, I wasn't feeling that album, or yo, that was whack, or when MF Doom would have other people come out and pretend like that. Like, you know what I mean? I respect the fact that people could do that. Again, I just think people saw some white boy say some shit that they didn't like, and it was like, you know, let's get them. Let's get them. You got to also remember, like I said earlier, man, Cool G tends to be, because to be honest, I mean, you have to say that like, Cool G has had an impact. And I guess Cool G's gotten that, that, um, that reputation because a lot of the guys we'll end up talking about later on today, all of them say, uh, well, who are your influences? Uh, Rock Kim, Cool G Rap. Like that, that Big Daddy K, like those three names consistently come up. And he, it's been one of those things. But not nobody say nothing bad about Miss Johnson. Like, you know what I'm saying? You right. can't talk about G Rap because G Rap has ascended into um, a certain tier of MC that is supposedly, and hip hop is notorious for this. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to say anything bad because he's in the special pantheon. Now, let me be honest. In 2022, uh, twice this year, there have been songs featuring Cool G Rap that I was like, God dang it, I'm glad I'm glad he's here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I think it was a joint he had with Alchemist. And then he did a joint with Jay Royale this year. Mm. Both of those records I love, I bang consistently now. So let me not 
say, you know, Cool G, Cool G does hold a special place for me. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I am not one of those guys who believes that any name in the history of hip hop, be it Biggie or Tupac, Jay Z or Nas, any of these uh, MCs, you know what I'm saying, that, that people put on pedestals are above. Uh, I heard, I, I, I heard, I know what girls like. So I understand that everybody got some smut on a jacket. Right. Of course. A hundred percent. But I think the one thing that people need to remember is a times are always going to change and B at a certain point, like the source has done it. Other people, we, we can revisit these things that we held as, great or held on a certain in a certain classification and knowing you know how th- how things have gone since and what we know now not to say that the rhymes are any whacker or the, the the beats don't knock as hard but in the context of the the, the pantheon of great hip-hop releases if something isn't making the mark into that upper echelon it just isn't even if it's still very influential and was very impactful there could it could just be too many other doper shits before it. That's just how it is. There's too much hip hop. That's not a problem. But when you're when you're talking to proper and 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 knowing being somebody who likes to you know rank things and put them in the proper context, it's you 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 can't you can't discourage that process. You really can't. Some people mm-hmm. want to have that conversation. Some people want to know who are the best? What's on the on on the Mount Rushmore? You know, what are your top 5 dead or alive? Like these conversations are ones that need to be had. I can understand if you don't like where you are or, or if you don't think that people are giving your MC the proper placement, but if you can't if you can't have a real conversation about how things fit into the current discussion of hip hop in the context mm. of hindsight about what happened as well as, you know, the impact going forth, you know, maybe these are conversations you need to sit out. Maybe you just need to put the music on and enjoy that and let other people actually, you know, discuss what's going on in the culture. Well, let but me ask you a question. Problem. It's not even like Dante said anything bad. He just right. said he's a tear below. Which I, again, well, I, no, what are you going to say? I just had a, I had a problem with him saying, the two things I had the problem with is him saying, I don't get it, right? Which he's entitled to not getting it, but when 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 folks say I don't get it, a lot of times it's it's really like non-committal. I'm not saying he's whack, but I'm also like he he he's not like he's not going to try. Like he's definitely not shining a positive light on Kooji with his comment, right? It, right. right, and when he called niggas weird, you know he's, he. I, I think you people are weird. I don't think you well, let's, people. Do this. let's stay with the first part. When you mm-hmm. say I don't get it, like for instance, I don't get Mega. I do not get the hype behind Core Mega. I have tried numerous times. I don't get it. Mm. But there are it's people out here who love Core Mega, namely a bunch of Queens niggas who love Mega. But but, but that's I'm okay. just being honest with you. I don't get it. And I'm trying to get it. But I don't get it isn't the right verbiage. The right verbiage is I I don't like it. Because that's what you're saying. Oh, well, I mean, I've I mean, I've well, I I see what you're saying. For me, I've come out and said I'm not a fan of Mega. I'm I'm not a fan. 
I think the whole I don't get is if, and then again, it's all about context. It's all about context because I can only assume he's saying he's a step below Kane and Rakim. So from that context, the only thing I could assume, which is an assumption, is that maybe people had G-Rap above them. So if you have G-Rap above them, I can sit here and say, I don't get how you can have G-Rap above Kane and Rakim. I'm not mad at it. Now, Namely, because different. here's the bigger point. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what people think. So right. that's the bigger problem for me. Like, it's always like, yo, if you say you don't like Dilla, okay, cool. I don't give a fuck if you like Dilla. I'm not Dilla's fucking bodyguard. I call these niggas, you know, the secret service. These niggas ready to take a bullet for their favorite rapper. Like, I'm not, if you don't like Dilla, you don't like Dilla. It's cool. What, what's next? See, what, what's next on the menu? That speaks to a bigger problem with uh, the barbershop talks and the, 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 you know, the hip hop pundits that, that are always around is that there are certain things that people in hip hop accept as they accept as truths. And there are no such thing as truths when it comes to art, right? Biggie was mm -hmm. nice is still an opinion, even though most people agree that Biggie was nice. It's still an opinion. You can't. If I hate Big's voice, which seems sacrilegious, right? But just, that sounds crazy. But I, I yeah, somebody if, said that. Before. If I don't like Big's voice, you can't tell me to like. I'm not listening to a voice or a, a, a whole album full of uh, someone with a voice that I don't care for, Meek Mill. And when we sit here and listen and and, and put albums as to, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pose a question after this. If, if I can't listen to your album, there's no way I can say you're great. But now all these folks that have assumed that there is a such thing as a hip hop fact, other than maybe dates and, and releases and, and, and that sort of thing. There are no such. Yeah. Yeah. Those are our are, are hip hop facts. But the cultural stuff, the music stuff, the the quality is all opinion and i i say all that to ask though is what exactly do we define as a hip-hop legend gosh i mean i know for me it's influence on the game mm -hmm. it's discography mm -hmm. it's um because we did this on 5b we did legends versus a pioneer mm. um and the pioneers were more like, you know, Flash, you know, someone who was the first, you know, that, that kind of led the, the wave of pioneers. You were the first to, you know, rap on the mic. You were the first to, you know, do the parties. You were, those are more like Flash. They were the pioneers and the legends were, you know, again, I, I can't remember, but it definitely was influenced for me. It's your discography, um, your longevity in some parts, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, and then also being able to navigate through the times, which I think we have to, now that I'm older, I look at things and I kind of feel like I kind of got to put an asterisk on a lot of things when it comes to your discography. You know what I mean? Because right. you're on a label, which I attribute to you live at home with your parents. So mm -hmm. you still have some rules to follow. You cool. know what I mean? Like you could be 48. If I move back home with my pop, this boy could be like, yo, be home by 11 p.m. every night. And it's like, nigga, like I'm 48. Like, hey, and if you live in this house, you got to be in the house by 11 o'clock. 
Now, here's the situation I got. I can go to an indie label, move out on my own, <laughs> you know what I mean, start my own label, but now I got to pay all the bills. So there's a gift and curse with everything. So the curse of being on a major label is maybe your label did come in and be like, yo, Cal, yo, man, we need some new Jack Swing for this new album. No pre no premier large professor on this album. We need some new Jack Swing. We need some of that dumb, dumb diddy. Yeah, we need, right we, need, we, need Swiss. we need Swiss, so we need you to get on the radio more. So, you know, I'll never forget when Mike Geronimo came out with that second album with Making Moves with Puff. I was like, yo, nigga, how you go from Master Yaha to Making Moves with Puff? And, you know, and in 97, I'm what? I'm 22, so I'm a kid. I'm like, fuck Mike Geronimo. I'm 48. Maybe that's what that nigga's contract made him do. Maybe that's right. what that nigga label made him do. You know what right. I'm saying? Like Part of that, part of that. Part of that shit was siphoned out to get him that money for that hit, yeah. Right, right, right. Or like, like it says in the Bible, as a child, I thought as a child, you know, so it was just like, okay, that's whack, man. I would never do that. But bro, like, yo, if it's either do this music or go back to selling crack or do this music or go back to robbing it, i never forget when Trent said it rhymed no reason. That, that movie, he was like, yo, if I wasn't rapping, I'd be robbing you in your house right now. Right, right, facts. <laughs> you know what I mean? I so you up. Yeah, you know what I mean? So I, I got I also gotta understand these boys had to pay, you know, do what they had to do. So sometimes in life discography kind of can get an asterisk because I, I understand now it's not just about the music you wanted to put out. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? That a lot of times you had to go through channels, there were fights, we don't want to do this song, or you gotta do this song, and you know, but um I mean I definitely think the legends it is is it's really a lot of it for me is your influence on the game. Like, what did you bring different to the table? What were you doing that nobody else was doing before you? You know, mm -hmm. so. Cal, what, 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 what's the legend of you? No, I, I actually, I, I, everything Kill was saying, kind of. I, I think the discography was was is always a big thing for me, and I, I like the asterisk because I, it, it's. It's tough because, like, there's somebody like a big you mentioned big earlier. Like, big's got two albums, like, two actual studio albums that came out. But when you talk about again, the, the, the Famson, or if it sounds like sacrilege to say that you know, Biggie wasn't nice or his voice sounded crazy, whatever the case may be. But when you think back then, how hard of an MC he was, and some of his biggest songs was, was, was straight up, you know, RB jams. You feel what I'm saying? Like, like he knew how to work within those times, and he was able to make hits when, for a while, you may not have expected a cat like that to be able to to, to pull off some of those smoother records. So, I it's and I'm, I'm I'm very much biased on someone like Biggie. So, you know, I, I can understand if somebody may not have him so so high, but as a kid, I I, I, I was a I was a teen starting to understand how things were going on in the world and seeing his rise from the, the, the oversized fucking bad boy Jersey to, you know, in, in, in the goddamn hypnotized video and shit like that, that was a, that was a real, you know, ghetto success story. And I think you can't discount stuff like that when you're talking about the goats, you know, the, 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 the legends, the greatest, greatest of all time, because that impact is major. What was, what's the one stats like the first million dollar video, whatever it is for hypnotized. I mean, that, we, it was just a couple years ago where they said that hip hop was officially the the world's biggest music genre, or whatever, and he was doing that years ago. So I, I don't know. It's it's it, it it's a lot of it's subjective because it is art, but uh, I think stuff the impact discography is big, but I think the impact for me um, is always going to trump um, some of the other things because you can't you can't deny stuff like that.
I'll, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna agree pretty much with the concept of, you know, certain things, and, and to kind of put it in perspective, Diz always says, shout out to Diz, shout out to Brock, shout out to Matt. Um, Diz always oh. says, you know, you 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 rank rappers by like their sliders right like the, the like the nba 2k sliders where you know his speed and agility and shooting so it's discography longevity niceness mm-hmm. you know what i mean level level of skill excuse me um impact and you know a, a bit ability to do different things so I always thought like there are a lot of guys who, who who can push all the sliders up. I think with the legends, they have the sliders full. Not not, not all the sliders, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because some like maybe if he doesn't have that discography, but his influence is is all the way up, i.e. a cool G rap, then you can still reach that le- that legend status with. Um, I think what, what can only be described to me as, or, or by me as intangibles. So you, that, that's that certain je ne sais quoi, you know what I'm saying, that a nigga might got mm-hmm. that everybody seems to feel this guy. Everybody seems to push this guy high. This guy's impacted people without having, you know, X, Y, Z, but he's been able to impact a great deal of people. And I think for me, that is what I think makes a legit legend is, is someone who has whose impact has staying power. So whatever their imprint of the game, maybe it switched things, but 20 years, 30 years later, people is still talking about, yo, as one of those guys that did something for me, you know what I'm saying? As far as hip hop goes, and because, you know, and it's been 30, 30, 40 years, Word. and we can still say it impacted. And I think that to me is what, what's going to give you your legend. So, so many folks, you know, we're, we're known here at the Wiz Buffy for the shooting of five. And for this conversation, first of all, five isn't enough. Word. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and a Mount Rushmore is even less. Word. But here's the thing. Is when you start to talk about legends, most of these guys are, uh, as as Brother Kid would say, five Mike MCs for the most part. Right. But I think there are levels of these guys. There are definitely levels to, um, there are levels to legends. So we decided to have a a conversation about the tiers mm-hmm. of hip hop legends. Um, to break it down, there'll be four legends per round, so it's like four. You actually have three Mount Rushmore, so three groups of four. And I feel like the top tier is more of the layup for everybody. I think that it's it's easier to fill out that one through five side. It's like the BRP fifty. Um, it's Fair. easier to fill out that that top that 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 top slot when you start getting into that middle slot. When you somebody tells you Buster Rhymes is not a top 20 MC, it's almost infuriating because you say, oh, he can't be number 19. Really? Right, right. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's really more difficult to have that conversation. So let's start with the top. Um, 
and 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 we'll 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 have discussion. Um, who who wants to uh to set it off with the with the uh the top tier MCs? They four, they four uh god tier, top tier, the top tier. Anybody um, want to set it off? I'll go with mine. Um, I, I've not made a. I I, I always sidestep this question because I always have my favorites, and then I have you know I have to sit and actually put my uh hip hop hat on and and, and kind of weigh the two. So. If I'm being honest, if I'm being honest, and I it was probably solidified when I the, the one verses I the, the most recent verses I sat and watched front to back was a uh, Kane verse uh, KRS, and uh, love Kane, love Kane. I there's I think there's issues with Kane, and I understand the conversation of maybe Kane isn't in Samaja Rushmore. I, I totally get it. Oh, he's got phenomenal lyrics on phenomenal records that, you know, niggas ain't touching that shit. But re-watching KRS on stage in a slot where he originally wasn't slated to be in and rip these. And, and these are songs that I, I remember when I was a, a shorty. You know what I'm saying? Really just seeing MTV and, and, and getting into hip hop and understanding, you know, BDP and, and, and Scholar Rock and all this, you know what I mean? It uh he was he was a constant for me for uh, probably from then up until he started beefing with Nori. It was so, I that album wasn't bad, but it was sometime after that, it was kind of like, all right, KRS, I'm um we go we go in part for a little bit. But um you, when you I mean you mean Nelly. Nelly, yeah, I'm sorry. I said Nori, but I meant Nelly. Yeah, the guy with the band-aid on his face. Um when I think of like what impact discography, like classic records. Mm-hmm. I mean, I probably love the I, I love the dance hall, you know. I love I, again BDP, all the KRS was like my guy for a while. Um, he has to get a spot. Um the other, I mean, obviously, like I had to put Nas up there. I, I think, especially with the way Nas has been lately, you know, he, he's he's kind of, I don't want to say he's had like it's it's not been a bell curve because he went like up, went down. Now he's like he's on the up again. He's going up, up. So I, I, I and he's just got too. There's too many classics. There's too many classic rhymes. He's been so good for so long and him get being able to get better kind of at his own pace right now is I kind of wish he was able to do this 20 years ago. I, w- I would have loved to have seen him actually get a real Dilla record back when Dilla was around. It could t- anyway. Um, so Nas has, Nas has got a spot um, because Nas has got a spot. And I, you know, when you, when you look at the careers and you look at longevity and look at the success, I can't not have Hove up there. I think when, when you look at, Again, the, the, being able to build a full career on top for a while and actually be able to continue to ascend, regardless of how people feel about some of these feature verses these days, I think I don't think there's a way you can have a well, you can have hope not in your list, but uh, for me, it's hard. And finally, like I was talking about Big earlier, I have to put Big up there. I, I was I was battling back and forth with it, but re- because of a lot of stuff I said earlier in regards to really feed in the streets, but knowing how to make those records that could still impact radio and really be the driving force for an entire 
label, which was like an entire sound in, in, in one, you know, very, very important era of hip hop. So, uh, yeah, that's my that's my top four. I know what you said, fam. I still feel like it wasn't as easy of a layup for me, but uh, you know, I'd be I'd be going back and forth on these things. So that's the one thing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go next. And the reason why is because I had three of the same MCs, mm -hmm. um, and pretty much for the same reasons. Um, you know, Jay's Jay's one of the most um, on purpose rappers of all time. Everything he set out to do, he's done it. Um, Nas is 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 the guy who brought the East Coast back, helped bring the East Coast back. He created uh, his magnum opus. Illmatic is 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 widely recognized as the greatest album of all time i do share that opinion and um couple that with his his last three to four projects which this late in his career has never been done before no right. one's ever been this consistent this late in their career right. um so nas has to go there krs is just really the the father of everything that i enjoy about hip-hop the live performance content uh, 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 you know, socially conscious content in your rhymes, a little bit of street as well, and he kind of mixes it all in, which is because, you know, everything, no one is one thing all the time. Um, I did not have Big. In 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 place of Big, though, I had Rakim. Rakim is, 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 is easily one of the guys who changed rappers, changed uh, the game where rappers went from, went to the street, and to the beat, like the ha ha ha, to you know, what I'm saying, I put seven MC, put them in a line, you know, what I'm saying. So, I think because of his impact, Rod deserves a spot on my top tier of the top tier. Word, brother, kill what you got. I'm gonna set it off with my number one is big, mm -hmm. you know, what I mean, um, and to kind of touch on some of the things that Cal said when we're talking about legends. Um, one thing I've realized, a lot of people who say they're fans of somebody um, necessarily really don't know everything because I've been in barbershop talks with people. Big's only got two albums. You see, bro, you probably wasn't around in the 90s because a mixtape, song on a mixtape was just as big as a song on an album. Dreams, Big's Dreams, being at Morgan, being in NY, being in Philly when Dreams will come on. Classic. Come on, come on, motherfucker! With Sadat X, the Lord, the Lord finesse version. Come on, the Lord finesse, version. exactly. Not the one that ended up on that after he died album. The Lord finesse right. version. Right. You know his cameos. Or mm -hmm. the fat bastard. Think big. See, people don't know about those. Say Pudgy the fat bastard to somebody <laughs> at your job, and they gonna be like, "The fuck, Pudgy the what?" It's an HR, HR. Right. So you got the cameos. You got big. I always give props to Heb because Heb was really the first to do what I call the heaven and hell. I like that. And what I mean by the heaven and hell is giving you that radio single you don't really like, but then coming back with that banger. You know what I mean? So, you know, Heb could do that. I hated that black coffee joint, but then he come out, but when you can't no see what I cream. it would be like, ah, oh, God. <laughs> You're blind, you know, baby. You come out with something and you come out with, yeah, you know what I mean? You come out with Who's the Man off the Who's the Man soundtrack. Right. So Hev was, the, in my opinion, the OG of that, of the heaven and hell. But Big to me just kind of took it to the next level where Big could do Juicy. It's like, oh, this nigga rhyming over Juicy, but then you hear Who Shot You. Exactly. Or it's like, oh, man, he's nigga rhyming over the bar, but they hit you with the unbelievable, mm -hmm. you know? 
And when you and, uh, fam, when you talk about Jay with that's with girls, like that's what Jay and everybody else was trying to figure out. How do we make these radio songs? Do I that that city is mine with Blackstreet, that trash, that sunshine with Foxy Brown and Babyface, like him trying to figure that out. Big, big did that with no problem. You got um oh, big hat puff artists that he brought in. You know what I mean? You got the artists, I mean, from Kim to Junior Mafia for him writing for them. This dude is basically carrying a whole crew on his back with his with his pen. You know, we ain't gonna sit here and act like Players Anthem, the original in the remix wasn't the shit. We ain't gonna sit here and act like the original Get Money in the remix wasn't the shit. Um, this dude was the original source put him on there as King of New York. Wasn't nobody saying King of New York before Big? The versatility. People forget when you first heard Big on Come On, I mean, um, Come On or if you just throw a ready to die and you hear um give me the loop, that's mm -hmm. a totally different big when you hear unbelievable. Right. You, you you literally saw him polish to become what he was coming into. And you've only really seen that twice in hip hop. Black Moon with Buckshot, you can hear that in Buck mm. because you hear how many MCs sounds totally different than who got the props. Totally different MC. You can you can see that how many MCs was probably the last song that got recorded. So that's the versatility. I mean, he changed the whole game. You know what I mean? Like, and not just his flows. I'll never forget when I threw on Life After Death and I heard him doing the Bone Thug style. Yeah. And at the time, I didn't rock with Bone Thugs. I thought that shit was whack. But when Big did it, I was I like, still, I don't yo. Know I rock with Bone Thugs now. Let me ask a question. I don't know if y'all do. So so uh, the best thing about that song is that Big's verse is first. Because, right. like, y'all listen to the <laughs> Okay. Yo, here's the funny part. I've never listened after Big Verse. I've never heard the rest of the song. There could be the winning lottery numbers for the next 200 years that come after Big's verse. I That's have never in my life. I ain't gonna bluff. I, I don't know what they be saying, but I can mimic the 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 case. Yeah. I, I rock the whole. I like the record. I like the whole record though. Yeah. But yeah, I, as far I've as never the, heard the whole record. And then and then at the end of the day, when people say, "Well, Big only had two albums out." I'm like, bro, but if you look at the amount of songs Rakim had out in a four-year span right. and the amount of songs that were on Biggs, mixtapes, and those two albums, which really was three albums because it was a double album, he has more songs than Rakim, Eric B and Rakim had together. You know what I mean? So you also have that. Mm -hmm. gonna say that? Really quick is, because I, I don't want to hold your list up, but is Life After Death, is that five mics for you? No. Okay, but yeah. if you pared it down to a single album, if it, was yeah, one yeah, album, it, definitely, would be. Album. it definitely would be. And I, I mean, we also, this know. is the asterisk of the label you're on. You got to have some bullshit on the album. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You got to. And, and to be honest, like the first disc, I could rock with the first disc. It was probably that going back to Cali I didn't like and, yeah, like you know, player haters I didn't like or it was a song with Kim on there I didn't like. But for the most part, I, I fuck with the body, the album hard body. And then the last thing with Big is I've seen the DJ play a big, a two-hour big set. Two hours of big. And the dance floor never stops moving. Right. The crowd never stops. You know what I mean? So again, for me, those are the reasons that Big to me is a legend. Like I totally get it. If somebody wants to say, hey, you only had two albums, I get it. No argument. I'm just letting you know why for me he's a legend. You know what I mean? Because no matter what you put Big on, he had a song with Shaq that can't stop the rain. Are you crazy? Big's verse, right. you can't stop the rain. Big's verse, women. 
Biggs verse on totals, can't you see? Biggs verse on that joint off the No Way Out with the which one? Michael Jordan with Jackson. Mm -hmm. one. Come on, man. So that's it for Big. Next up, I got Jay. Um, I mean, Jay's just Jay. Third, I got Nas. Nas is Nas. And then fourth, Rakim. Same reason you said, fam. I mean, Rakim just, you know, changed the game. I remember hearing my melody for the first time and being like, yo, hip-hop can't get no better. Then hearing Eric B as president be like, oh, no, there's no way hip-hop can get better. Then hearing I know you got soul. And I, it just kept going, just kept going and going and going. And, I mean, he's a god MC. So that those four would be my, my top tier. So if everybody is, watching also understand that nobody said G rap on their top tier. So again, just want to get back to Dante. He said nobody G rap wasn't on his top tier. Nobody here named G rap on their top tier. All right. So I will say this. I purposely left off G rap. Um, there are definitely, I'm going to also say this. I think that four, that top tier has more MCs in it. I don't, for me, there are more MCs that fit in that God tier God, of MC. Of you know what I'm saying? But I purpose, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I I said those four because those were the like I I said before the layups mm -hmm. and, and and which is why we all three had very similar lists, right? Of right. Course. And of course. and the wreck starts to come in with that second tier of MC who may not have the same sliders as everybody else. Um, Kill, who, who'd you have in your second tier? Second tier, we're setting it off with Niles Reigns, Supreme, over nearly everyone. Everybody. Um, mm -hmm. I think um, I'm always on the timeline capping for KRS because I feel like whenever people talk about changing the way MCs rhyme, we always say Rakim and nobody says KRS. When I heard poetry, the first time I heard poetry in 1986, I was like, yo. Poetry was before my melody even dropped. So I don't know how Rakim just got the bag and we just ran. I feel like that's what should happen. Somebody says a name and then we just run with that shit. You know, somebody says he's the greatest storyteller ever, niggas just ran with that shit. You know what I mean? Again, I think Rakim is right there. Yeah, but I know I heard if people out there watch ever heard poetry. Go back. I always tell people this before you listen to poetry. I want you to go back Wikipedia hip hop in 1986 and listen to one or two or three other songs or albums from 1986 first to get you in that 1986 train of thought. Then go listen to poetry and right. what KRF was doing. Because see, people will be like, just go listen to poetry. Then nigga, you just came from listening to J. Cole. So when you hear poetry, it ain't gonna sound amazing to you. No, right. I need you to go back to 1986. Listen to what right. was going on in 85 and 86. Then go put on poetry. Then you'll be like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Context. Chris was doing some shit in 86. So, context is so forgotten in hip-hop. He was doing some shit. Number six, I got Big Daddy Kane. I mean, people ask me all the time, Can't Kill, how you have Kane in your, in your top ten and, and this dude only got two albums out? I always explain to people the value of the 12-inch. See, if you weren't there, you don't understand. Discography to me just doesn't all entail albums. Mixtapes way in too. 12 inches way in too. I had to learn this from my OG. He was like, yo, kill T. La Rock is a top 10 MC. I'm like, yo, you don't even have a dope album. Man, nigga said, yo, he made it's yours, my nigga. <laughs> you got to understand in 1984, labels weren't giving out albums deals. Right. So all you had was a 12 inch. And it's yours is one of the greatest hip hop songs ever. So that shit is just as important as an album 
to you in 89 and 90 and 95, a 12 inch was just important to us in 84. Mm-hmm. You know, so you gotta understand Kane coming with raw. Just raw could live a 12 inch could live for a year. We could just bang him raw for a year. Right. You know right. what I mean? Then set it off, came and we could just run with that for a year. Then we got ain't no half stepping, and we ran with that. Then he threw us the lean on me from the lean on me soundtrack, and we ran with that for a year. You know, the Raph and K ran for that. You know what I mean? So you got to understand that the 12 inch meant so much. Um, then number the next up, I got I got LL. I don't know why people don't mention LL more, bro. LL's radio came out when I was fucking 1984. I'm 10 years old. I shot you. With him holding his own with Prodigy, Keith Murray, Fat Joe, came out in '95, bro. That's an 11 year span. Crazy. You know what I mean, not too many people can say. Now, was there dips and dives in L? Yeah, I call him the every other rapper. He's like, you know, radio bigger and deaf, and then it was walking with a panther, but then it was Mama said knock you out, then it was 14 shots in the dome, and then Mr. Smith was kind of in the middle. But I thought, look. I thought Mr. Smith was the end of his chapter. Um. Phenomenon is to me when L got whack and no, no, no. it was I, a lot of whack music after that. Right. But yeah. I honestly, I'm sorry, I'm 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 jumping. No, 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 my no, apologies, no. but no, I think I think L is really in that, and I hate LL. Like I, I'm not a fan of LL, the dude, but his music, man, I put a playlist on the LL music last jamming, Friday, man. jamming. Hey, yeah, Uncle yeah. L, future the funk. I'm sorry, keep going. No, no, no. And then, um, number eight, I do have G Rap. I have G Rap on my second tier, you know, um, as that, you know. And one thing I did want to talk about, Cal, that you said that, um, I, I, I think you said that too much hip hop isn't a problem. Mm-hmm. I almost make the difference that it is a problem okay. because I feel like it's almost like obesity now, you okay. know what I mean? Like, we have too much of it. Like, people will say, Yo, kill this my my album of the year. I'm like, word, can you rap along with that shit? And they like, nah. And I'm like, see, for me, when you look at how much music was released in the year, I mean, you go back to 88, 89, maybe it was 30 albums in the whole year. And, and that spaced out. And when I say 30 albums, I'm talking about all of hip hop. So I'm talking about some West Coast stuff I ain't even really listening to or some down south. You know what I mean? So where now you may get, yo, on a good week, you may get, 10 albums and 10 mixtapes on a Friday. Facts. So you may get what we got in a year in 1988 in a month in 2022. And what I see people doing is they speed through it. And I always call it speed dating. Like, why are you speed dating hip-hop? Like, it's like somebody was like, kill, you ain't heard Rome Steve yet? I'm like, yo, I'm enjoying this Freddie Gibbs. Yo, you gotta hurry up and get on that. No, the fuck I don't. I'm gonna enjoy this Freddie Gibbs. That's what I'm going to enjoy. You know, it's like when you go out and you spend money on a good steak, do you want to hurry up and eat it? Or do you want to really sit back and relax? You're like, yo, this steak is good, yo. I'm gonna enjoy the fuck out this steak. And I'm I'm chilling. The thing is, is I, I, that's how I consume music, but I also appreciate being able, like, if, if when I first got into Griselda, mm-hmm. and I realized, oh shit, I could go here, and, and then this shit, Benny's got this, and kind of, like, I could spend the rest of my life just listening to those three guys and and the people that they're bringing up in, in the game, and that that's more what I'm like. Like, people get so caught up in the not just my opinion is right and you're wrong, but I'm going to make 
you be down with my opinion when they could just spend that time being like, damn, I fuck with this artist. Maybe they don't make, we can agree to disagree. I can fuck with this. And then maybe start like, like it's life is too damn short to be wearing like to, to for, for Dante Ross to be having to go through all this shit just because the timeline is, 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 is now starting to Kate for G rap in 2022. Bro. I tell people all the time I'm on Twitter to discuss music, not debate it. Right, right. Debating would mean I want to change your mind. And guess what? I don't want to change your fucking mind because I don't give a fuck what you like, to be honest with you. Right. I, I don't want to change your mind. I don't want to make you like cheesesteaks. If you don't like meat, I'm not going to sit here and try to strangle you until you like a cheesesteak. Or, I, dog, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, I honestly don't. And it sounds bad. And it's not disrespectful. Right. It's just coming from the place of I don't want to change your mind. I met someone when I lived in Atlanta, and he told me Smooth B was the greatest MC of all time. Smooth Is B. Is another Smooth B? No, it's one Smooth B who's with Greg Nice, who I don't even believe he's the nicest person in his group. But neither here nor there. I don't want to change your mind. If you think Smooth B is the greatest MC ever, God bless you. The most you're going to get out of me is, what did you hear from Smooth B that made you come to this conclusion? But nothing in my heart and my spirit and my soul is going to make me want to argue with you for the next three hours on why it should be Rakim or Kane or whoever I believe. The most I want to know is why. That's yeah. all. At 48, I'm all argued out. I don't want to argue. Maybe he wanted to get blinded, my brother. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> make a mark. <laughs> maybe, maybe that is what he wanted, bro. But that's what I mean. So I'm with you, Cal. Like, at the end of the day, like, yo. I people when the Megatronics came at me about Mega, I'm like, yo, bro, here's a beautiful thing. Bro. Megatronics I'm glad is funny. The Megatronics, I got I got names for all of them. My thing was this, bro. I think it's beautiful that you like Mega and I don't. You want to know why? Because that means that man is able to feed his family. That man is able to live his dreams out. That man has a fan base. So yeah. and it's bigger than me. Say, but he ain't going. Kill say he ain't going to get it yeah. from me though. Yeah, he ain't gonna get it from me. But here's the great part: he's getting it from somebody, and that's good yeah. because if we all hated Mega, and nobody's buying Mega's music, now yeah. Mega may have to go back to doing other things, which is whack for the culture. See, it's bigger than me. It's bigger than my opinion. It's about the culture for me. So I'm, I, I'm glad people love Mega. I don't want to try to convince you to come to my side, nigga. I don't. What the fuck you on my side? I'm more than happy being by myself. Like, like what you like, love what you love. And it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And I think if we got, if more people had that attitude, we could have some really dope discussions on hip hop and how to move the culture forward and how to do so much more with it. But we can't because everybody's like, no, you got to like what I like and you got to hate what I hate. And we got to come. No, nigga. Yo, I am happy when people say it like Mega. God bless you. I'm, I'm glad. I, and prayerfully, if you like them, I'm going to challenge you. Buy his album. Don't just stream it. Just don't talk shit about it on the time. Like I can tell Man people. Friday. Yeah, when people think I don't like Black Thought, I'm pulling out 38 root CDs and double vinyl. So please show me if you love Thought so much, show me you have purchased his music. Because you can't cap for somebody like this on a timeline and then don't own none of their music. That makes no sense to me. Like you can't cap for a nigga this goddamn hard, but don't own an album, mm -hmm. don't own one CD. So again, I'm glad when people like what I don't like and vice versa. I think that's a dope, very dope thing. Somebody told me on the timeline, yo, this Rock Marciana Alchemist album, I can't put it down. I'm, and 
But he was like, yeah, the Freddie, Fo- the Freddie Gibbs album, I'm all right with that. And I said, see, I'm the, I'm the opposite. Right. I can't put the Freddie Gibbs down. And the Alchemist of Rock is like, ah. And I'm like, that's a beautiful thing, my nigga. That's a beautiful thing that it's the flip. Because guess what? At the end of the day, both of those artists are getting love. And that should right. be the goal. Cal, what you got? Damn. All right. Where the hell is my list at? Okay. My, uh, I got Rakim. Okay. Which uh, I love Rakim. He, growing up, he was one of my favorites. I, I kind of wish that Rakim had more albums that I liked. I think it, 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 it is as great of an MC as he is. It felt like his career was very stunted, and I don't know if that was a changing of the time thing. I don't know what. I don't know what happened and why he wasn't able to have the career that I assumed he would have had, you know, especially when he went on his own. But uh that always bothered me. I'm gonna say Doc because of Doc Dre. But that's yeah that, we'll, we'll, we'll come we'll come back to that Kyle because I got I got an idea yeah. on why that is. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um I got Kane on my list and honestly Kane is on my list and it's kind of a similar situation. I but his is more clear. Again, we were offline we were we were discussing this. I feel there was a certain point where Kane just it, it just stopped. Yeah, he, he he you can't keep pushing that sexy stuff to the niggas. Yeah, at a, at a certain I got, point. I, I, I got something for that too. Okay. I got say less, say less. Um after that I'm glad I'm glad y'all mentioned LL cuz I, I and, and I I again fam I am not the biggest LL fan, but what? But when I look at that time frame that he owned, mm-hmm. bangers, bang! I try. I was trying to make a playlist myself the other day, just because Jingling Baby. We, somebody referenced the Jingling Baby, and and I was it like, was okay, probably it, me. It probably it was. was yeah, and it probably I me. Just went off on it. it shouts to YouTube. The algorithm just kept going, and it was just all all the classic LL. Um, mm-hmm. and my next one in that that tier. Is uh slick Rick? I uh, oh. I uh, obviously, and again, one day some nigga said slick Rick, the greatest storyteller of all time, but then slick Rick would be gone and he would come back and then just tell a story and then just disappear. Like, you know what? That's a good ass story. I still don't, there's that verse on that one West Side album from a couple years ago. The, the yeah, yeah, when he was I, on there, I still don't, I'm trying that that verse. Is a puzzle box like like that shit is I, I don't know what the code is to crack because them the lines it sound like he took a verse and like chopped it in half and then just reassess the, the lines don't sound like they make sense, but they sound good together. And I know something one of these days someone's gonna be like, you just take this word and you put it here, and like the whole verse opens up, but like Rick is one of those guys that. He just he was he was good then, like, and he was different then, like you know. Even when he wore his chains and his ring, like he just he looked, he just had a different vibe to him. And then that the damn Mona Lisa, but like when I saw Children's Story the first time, I saw that video. Said nah, that that's I play that, put that on tape, run that video back. I love that record, love that MC. Uh, But and this this tier for me, it honestly feels like. The legends that, for whatever reason, got they, they like they hit the ceiling for whatever reason. Which I don't know if I'm stepping on kill point, but that's not kind of not at all. that's kind of what it feels like when when I was when I was really mapping it out. 
So I think the thing that sometimes. Oh, I'm sorry, fam. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Now I was gonna say I think some of the things that I know I forgot with Kane. I don't know how y'all felt, but growing up, I always felt like these rappers was my age. You know what I mean? We're like well, I Kane. Was, they was older niggas. Yeah, see, I always thought they was my age. So, like, for me, like, I'm 14, Kane 21. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So, it's kind of like, you know, they were saying Kane would be riding around his Volvo listening to the OJs and, and, and oldies music. You know, like, he wasn't blasting hip-hop. So, when he got into his sexy thing, that was just his old man coming out. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, I, you know, this rap shit is cool, but I'm, I'm into... You know, I want to rock with Payne LaBelle. I want to get with Quincy Jones. Like, these are the people I look at. And then when he started living out that dream, mm. we was like, nigga, we don't fuck with Quincy Jones like that. Like, not like that, like that. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, like, yeah, we don't want no back on the block, nigga. We we want another brawl, you know? Um, so I feel like that was in with him. With Rakim, sometimes I wonder, being a producer, dog, here's the thing that a lot of people don't know. A lot of MCs can't pick beats. They just can't. They need help. And here's the thing that some people look at it that like that's a knock on somebody. I don't. I just think that you can be an excellent wordsmith, but not be able to put it all together. Right. I tell people, you show me um, a house, an empty house, and I'm I'm like, God damn, what I'm going to do with this house? Like, I can't see shit. Like, I'd have to go to Ikea, see it already laid out, and be like, okay, bring that whole room over here. <laughs> right. Just give me all of this. Just this room right here. There's right. somebody else who sees that empty house and is like, oh, my God, I'm going to kill this shit. Like, I, I'm going to put this there. I'm going to put that there. Boom, boom, boom. That person isn't better than me. It's just that that person can see, can visualize they can what they visualize can do it. with an empty space. Not I every think, MC can do that. I think you have three things there. I think you have an MC. You have a, a, a beat maker. But then you also have a producer. The producer is the guy who can put those songs together to match that MC and to match that beat maker style. And that's how you get, that's a real producer is how you get a good song. Right. 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 And I mean, I think for a while, Rakim didn't necessarily have that. You know what I mean? I know um, on Let the Rhythm Hit Him, Paul C was producing that album. He got murdered. Then Extra P came in and kind of produced the rest of that album. And then I think after that, it kind of was like up in the air. You know, his his joint with it has been a long time. It was solid. I would have loved for Premier and Pete to do the whole album. You know what I mean? Or I think, oh, it, I think I, the 18th letter I thought was amazing. I yeah, I mean, it. like, I think like if that 97, I think if you get a Primo, a 97 Primo with right. a 97 Rock Kim, I think we're looking at a five mic album right there. Like right. you said, fam, that time he spent on. With Dre, those was kind of wasted years. You know what I mean? So when he made the master. Yeah. So, you know, those were yeah. kind of some wasted years. You know, all we really got from him was that verse on Truth Hurts. Truth Hurts. You know what yeah. I mean? So I think that's the thing with them too. So, like you said, and then of course, Cal, like you said, with Slick Rick, he got locked up. So I love that your second tier kind of all kind of to some extent had some roadblocks yes. in a way that kind of kept them from becoming you know, what they could have become. First, second tier so I did my second tier a bit different. Um, Because a lot of the guys that y'all mentioned, um, the LLs, I think they still can go up in tier one. The tier two guys for me were guys that did two or three of, of, of those things that we said that the, the, all the, all the legends do, you know what I mean? With longevity, discography, skill level impact. So, Three three thousand is in my 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 second tier 
Okay. Uh, Com Sense is in my second tier. Um, mm-hmm. Talib Kweli is in my second tier. Wow. And Eminem is in my second tier. I, I. So, <laughs> I, I all these guys have a lot of the things that they all talk about, but there's one glaring thing that like like they don't have. Like I don't think Common Common has like I used to love her, which is a song that touches every hip hop nigga, mm-hmm. but Common didn't have a bunch of records that just like hit everybody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think he had. He had classic records in two different um two different eras, which I think is really crazy for Calm. Um, I think quality's influence is, is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, I think quality is 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 a classic. He's 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 part of one of the greatest duels of all time, but there was something in Quali's cl- career that didn't um connect widespread. Um we never got the the albums that we wanted from 3000. You know what I'm saying? We got classics without cash. Um, we got classic features. Uh, he he he's his penmanship is is uh widely accepted, is great. He just doesn't have the albums, and M is one of the most skilled rhyme writers of all time, but a great deal of his content doesn't connect with a great deal of hip hop's audience. So there's there's greatness there. I mean, he's had you know the big records and stand and and, and dope albums, uh, Slim Shady LP and, and Marshall Mathers, but there's just you know that that one part I think is way down on the scale, which puts him in the second tier of of rappers. Now with the third tier, I did. It's just there's one thing that these rappers do really, really well. So Black Thought is mm. in my third tier of MCs. My favorite rapper, Fonte, is in, well, I guess I put him in the third tier <laughs> because he just hasn't had the reach, but right. there's nothing he can't do as an MC. Mm-hmm. Um, he's my favorite rapper, so I, you know what I'm saying? He gets the most run. But now, um, can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. When you say he doesn't have the reach, what do you mean? He hasn't. There's. He hasn't had a record that affected everybody, like one of them records. You know what I'm saying? That just everybody knows. There isn't. Uh, do you LDL. include? Do you take like um, the fact that he's coming out post 2000 into account? Like, does does the time like, because I'm just wondering, like, what artist, like, post-2000 that's not on a major label really has had a song? Well, maybe a better question is, like, what what was what would be a song that you would define as everybody? Like, what, what would you say? Like, In the Club by, like, 50? Like, something oh, like that? With, okay. or, or, or even something as, as, as Be All Right by Kendrick, something mm, that okay. recent. Which and 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 the dope thing that people don't talk don't talk about is the top three niggas of the era is 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 Cole, Kendrick and, and Cole Kendrick and uh, uh uh dang it Cole, Kendrick and Drake are like the three top big niggas. All of them can draw lines directly to uh, Little Brother and Fonte, which yeah. you know what I'm saying. Um, also on my third tier, who I mean, whose penmanship is is. Listen, some of the best I've ever heard. He's actually put out some of the best albums I've heard over the last 
four or five years, man. Royce five nine. Mm. He also just hasn't had that one record. Um, and Redman. Redman is in that third tier where he just everybody loves him, man. Everybody loves him. I don't know if Redman has a certified five mic album. Most most people, if they're gonna give him a certified five mic, they're gonna say Muddy Waters. Muddy but I don't Waters. I don't think Muddy Waters is necessarily a five mic album. And I love Redman. It's crazy because all the folk I know with Redman, I got what is a five mic album. I know mm-hmm. people who give Dare's a dark side five mic. That's my favorite. Then I know man. people who give Muddy Waters five mics. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's very fair. I think Muddy Waters is is Red's best album, but it's not a five mic album. Okay. Word. And yeah. I said Black but, Thought, right? Yeah, you, said, you said Thought. You said the only reason why I asked you that about Tigolo because I would almost say Tigolo. Like when you said the third, and I, one, I love the fact how you breaking your tears down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like Tigolo, when you said the third tears, you do one thing good. I feel like Tigolo does everything good. Like, and, and and because he's never been on a major label too, so I kind of feel well, he like he's on Atlantic. Great, huh? He they, the the Mister Show was on Atlantic. I mean, but that was like Atlantic through ABB. You know what I mean? Wasn't that like through? It wasn't it like he was? No, nah, they were thing? they were direct. They dropped the album directly oh. off to them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's why. And, they see, had I, to- and see, I guess for me, I'm always looking at it like you know, to me that Atlantic is, isn't a hip hop label. You know, so when you look at Cole who has Def Jam, when you look at Kendrick that has Aftermath and Top Dog, when you look at Wayne, I mean Drake that has Young Money that at that time was just crazy. You know, I'm just the type that I'm always like looking like, yo, who who's your sponsor? Like your basketball team is sponsored by Nike. Y'all gonna have some fly ass jerseys, some fly. Yo, my team is sponsored by fucking I don't know and one. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Man. Like I'm not gonna have the same the same type of gear you got. But uh, again, I'm just I, I just think Fonte does everything great. And and yeah, for me, it's just him being on an indie label is kind of like I think that's what. Shit, Drake is nothing but a light skinned Fonte who's not as good, you know what I mean? So <laughs> that's a fact. That's his I, listen. Every Father's Day, uh, Drake should send Fonte a card, yeah, every single yeah. Father's Day. Yeah. Wikipedia says that the minstrel show CD came out on Atlantic, but the vinyl was ABB, yeah, they held up the vinyl, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's interesting, anyway, anyway. So, who uh, wants to go with a third? I'll go with my third. Unless you wanted to go kill. No, no, no. Knock it out, Cal. All right. Um, I've got Redman. I I would love to put Red. That's my Redman is personally like my favorite, but that's Jersey all day. Um, but yeah, he he's the I, I do think I, I wish and as he gets older, he still keeps going, but I don't know what his album is gonna sound like in this era. But I do wish he had like that certified, like critically the everybody. You you cannot dispute. You can't even have a conversation. But I Muddy Waters is great. There's a dark side. Is my favorite. But he he don't like that album for he he was on drugs or whatever. But um, <laughs> so Red Man, G Rap. That's where G Rap's G Rap still got some. I there's just some some of them songs. Some of them verses. The 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 the, the pictures that that would I I love seeing the videos for G. But like I would just close my eyes and listen to the song because you could just see. Everything. It was, he, he was one before. Um, before I started hearing some other cats, like Slick Rick was a good visual rapper, but uh, G Rap painted those. Uh, it was it was a lot of darker 
that's what I went to. The, the, the stuff that I would go listen to Prodigy for um, years later, kind of. Um, that, 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 that's kind of where I go from. But um, Busta Rhymes is it is it is in my third tier um i i think i like buster i i used to like buster rhymes more than i do now but um i think buster rhymes hit a, a really interesting wave especially when it comes to the visuals be, being on top of the game but the vision the, the music videos still be able to be very unique very uh out just 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 bugged out like like spending being able to throw that much money on screen to be all these different characters and, and doing all this wild shit and still rhyming crazy. I don't know. And he's, he's still a dope MC. I, I, I didn't, I never did understand why Buster Rhymes kind of started rapping more about dealing drugs because it always sounded weird to me to hear him talking about bricks of Coke. But anyway, um, and finally my last one in that tier is uh doom who I would love to put higher as well. But, um, you know, I think a lot of people, a lot of people didn't really get into doom. Um, on a on a more on like a wide wider repeal. I'm in here by myself, baby. Um, but the the one thing with Doom is that uh he he owned a lane. I think when when you come to the uh you know we're talking about independent art, but like really like self sufficient. Like at a certain yeah. point, Autumn Beats is his. Autumn Rhymes is his. It's it's him. He's got he's got these con these bugged out con. The 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 when I the first time I listened to one of them tracks on Doomsday, and he I didn't realize the scheme that he was rhyming it until he mentioned it, and I said, "Wait, what?" So then I started the track. I'm like, "Damn, he really was rhyming." He like he. It, he was just such a gifted writer who I think was kind of, I mean, he was, he was in his own zone. So at a certain point it, it, it stops being available for the masses to get into it. But uh very, very unique individual. RP doom. For real, for real. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, my third said we are going to go with Queens, Farrell Mach. You know mm. what I mean? One of the jokes and sees, I call him the hip hop Charday because he like drops every eight years. Like Monch is gonna keep you waiting forever for something to come out. Number ten, I got Cube. Um, a lot of people, you know, I work with teens, and some of my teens be like, after they saw Straight Out of Compton, they was like, "Yo, Mr. Kim, Ice Cube was a gangster rapper." I'm like, "Nigga, was he? Was he gangster rapper?" But I gotta understand. My kids know him as Friday. They know him from Barbershop. They know him from Are We There Yet? You know, this next generation don't understand. Cube on straight out of Compton. Cube's America's Most Wanted. Cube's, you know, we, you know, just everything Cube did. Um, Eleven, I got to go with Chuck D. Um, to me, one of the most powerful voices in hip hop. Um, I, I mean, to be honest, it takes a nation is, is probably my, is, in my opinion, the greatest hip hop album ever. Um, so, um, the first album, you know, um, Yo Bum Rush the Show doesn't get as much love as I think it should. Um, Fair of a Black Planet, and when people be like, Yo, kill, but does he have a ship ones? I'm like, Nigga, does he have a motherfucking rebel without a pause? There was a summer when every car riding through every neighborhood across the planet Earth was blasting rebel without a pause. Does he have a motherfucking welcome to the Terra Dome? Like, I get it, ship ones, shit, but. Welcome to the Terror Dome, man, with fucking tear the roof off the goddamn spectrum off Madison Square Garden. I ain't talking about the small garden. I'm talking about the garden garden. What um, an amazing place. 
And then number 12, I'm going to go with Common. I've not been a fan of, of, of his music post his acting career, but pre-acting com, I mean, bro, like Water for Chocolate, One Day It'll All Make Sense, B, um, you know, Resurrection, like just, you know, and he really showed me something with B, because that Electric Circus, when he saw the deaf women with fucking sweaters on with fucking cue cards, that shit that's was horrible song, to me, bro. Man, that, that's a good you song. Know. Come Close is a good song. That's I mean, a good, I that, that, is the, that is a good song, but I, I can't Mary say J record. I don't listen you wanna to know, You want to know what hell would be for me? Put me in Walmart for Eternity with fucking that album song. No, no, like, the album. Even that, a song. Put that song, put that song on. Is, what about that other album? Uh, Ultra oh, that, that, yeah, Ultra Mag. Yeah, that was, I, I never even listened to that. I mean, like, if you didn't like uh, Electric Circus, don't even do oh, that to your ears with that album. I, I've well, never who's even the joint right after B? Well, he was still messing with uh after B was um not the dreamer, that's the joint where he got back with no ID. The one after B was um hold on finding forever. Yeah, finding forever is dope. This finding forever has some bangers on it. Then there's some bangers on it. Then there's universal mind control. That was yeah, I don't think I listened to that at all. Yeah, I never even listened to that. And then he bounced back with uh the dreamer the believer, which was him and no ID. Coming mm-hmm. back together. So again, Com mm-hmm. kind of has that LL every other album feel towards the end of you know his career. But I felt like you know Com definitely you know was was a dope rapper. So no, I think that's what's up. I, yeah, I, I, think I didn't even think of putting Com in mind, and 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 I feel bad because uh, but it's I, funny I, if you look at our list, aren't really that different, right? And I think. Right. That that is what causes folks to have these um, ideas that there are such things as hip hop facts, man. Um, it's funny how that works, huh? Yeah, I, I think we're gonna wrap up this conversation and and throw it uh, over to our future selves. Um, but uh, Kill, before we get out of here, you want to shout your socials out before we, you know, what I mean. No doubt. Kill 889 Twitter IG. We'll make beats for food. You can dig into everything over there, y'all. I understand that Kill is from the Northeast, so he doesn't mean it at disrespect. However, Philadelphia, matter of fact, me and Kill ain't even cool this week. I have to say, y'all not even. (laughs) Me and Kill ain't cool this week. Nothing Philadelphia is good for me this week. Philly, you a Cowboys fan? Yes, he is. Yes, Yes, he is. Oh, oh, snap. I thought you was a Ravens fan. We had a whole conversation, and y'all didn't realize y'all had beef this week. That's fun. No, I did. I knew. I knew. I knew. We are not cool this week. You know. What I I'm apologize, saying? good brother. I apologize for this L that y'all about to take, man. I mean, but I'm that's not fair. even happy that's about that. Unless Dak is playing, I don't like playing teams when they're not at this their best. This is it. Mm. Then all this pressure is on y'all. There's no pressure yeah. on us, baby. We I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I never, I never enjoy those type of wins. Like, even if we mm-hmm. win, if Dak isn't at not just coming back from injury, but if he's not Dak, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't even really want that win. I mean, I'll but take see, it, fuck it. I mean, you at this point, in front of you, but I've never been a fan of that. I'm not that Eagles he, fan that's like, oh, good, he's out, so we could beat him. Nah, that not the way I was right, raised. But, so. But at this point, y'all at a point where y'all better win, right? Y'all have an old best in the league is what the fuck yeah. saying. If 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 Hottie Duty come in there and beat y'all after he went, 
It won't be after how to he do it. It'll be the defense that beats us. It'll be y'all That's D a that fact. Because how did duty threw for 102 yards and Stephen A. Smith came in there? Cooper Rush is the great guy, <laughs> nigga. You want him over yeah, there? If, if we take you that, if we take that L, it'll be it'll be the defense that that holds it down for y'all. Absolutely, man. Um, so I, hey, man, uh, 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 fam, Cal, take us out. Shout out to everybody checked out this uh this conversation about the second tier legends. Round to you back. There we go. go. We good to go. We good to go. Um, no, nah, that was a fun conversation. It was uh, yeah. it was good to see found along in the chat. Mm-hmm. Sepa Vivi and people, they was talking about it. And Sem's like, "Yo, we need to run that back." So uh, who knows? Maybe second tier legends round two. Yeah, figure something out at some point. Um, yeah, we can get some other folks to uh, some other folks uh, tears. Yeah, you know what I mean. Shout out to Brock Beans, Math. You know what I'm saying. But yeah, that's um that is that was a, a good conversation, man. I had fun. It's uh the new guys, man. The new guys show it up, show it out. Shout out to y'all, man. Um fun time to see. We working on it. Um <laughs> did you did you have anything else you wanted to shout out before we got out of here? Hey man, other than uh setting those pine, you know what I'm saying? Black wrestling every week, I would, you know what I mean? Where's Buffy.com? Buffy.com. Yes, sir. Shout out to this. Shout out to Brock. Shout out to Brother Math again, man. Um, yeah, man, we're gonna have more of these dope conversations coming up for y'all. Uh, the game is winding down. Little fan is getting busy today. He's doing all right. That's what's up. That's what's up. I ain't gonna hold you then. Uh, shouts out to the chat. Peace, y'all, for keeping it live. We'll check y'all next week. Uh, Where's Buffy podcast on YouTube? We'll be with y'all Tuesday, every Tuesday. The Buffy is back. Peace. Peace.